I'm just I'm kind of flabbergasted when you say things like that. It's weird. I don't give a f- what you think. Shut up! <laughs> oh, no, wow, chill, bro. Quit your pitching with Hartzell and Mike. Have, have you missed this? I, I have missed this for sure. <laughs> but have you though? No, not really. No, no, not so I much. mean, I like to think the idea. I miss the idea of it. Mm-hmm. I miss the idea of us. If I had if I had a dollar for every ex that's told me that. Yeah. I missed the idea. I'd have no dollars. You'd have no dollars. Yeah, you'd be broke again. You'd be you. <laughs> I would just You do broke. have a dollar for every one of your exes that said that. <laughs> Mike. <coughs> what up, Mike? How you doing, man? Good, brother. It's been in in all seriousness, good to see you, man. It's good to see you. It's, it's been, been too long. It's been uh it's been it's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been it's been weird not, you know, getting to talk to you all the time. It, I text you, and then oh, you three stop? days later, no, you text no, back. No. Can sometimes, we, no, don't, don't lead with that garbage. We're starting a new year. Starting a new year. Oh, are we? Because you seem to be kind of holding some stuff over. Oh, yeah. Me. No, I'm holding it all. <laughs> holding it all. I'm holding all of 2017, starting out laying it all on the table so uh-huh. we can get past it. We can move along. Uh-huh. 2018 is going to be a great one for Hartzell and Mike. I can see it now. <laughs> What's his character? Who is this, who is this character I'm talking to? 2018 is going to be the year of Mike and Hartzell, not Hartzell and Mike. <laughs> Oh, there it is. There ah. it is. There he is. He's back. Bike's yeah. back. So you vacationed a little bit, huh? All right. Went to Florida. Tell me more. Yep. Thanks the for the invite. Was, uh, you did get invited, and actually you were supposed to go, and you bagged out the last minute. So In my don't defense, give me I, did not, crap. I did not back out. I was supposed to work while we were would have been in Florida, and- Womp, womp, womp. Listen, I'm trying to make some- I'm trying to pay some bills, Mike. I just bought a car. So I know I'm trying you to pay some. trying to pay some bills. <laughs> That's a car? <laughs> it's a it's a glorified it's a it's a go kart. It kind of looks like a sun. It looks like the sun, like was, a mini sun. It's bright as hell, isn't it? The shit orbit it when you're <laughs> driving it. Uh, yeah, Why is the, it so yeah, yellow? Yeah, like the, the cops orbit it a lot. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're always around it. Yeah, it's bright. It is bright. It's That's peacocks. what it is. Yeah, it's a lot like me. You, you know. Are, yeah. I'll sizzle no steak. I just want to fly. <laughs> a peacock. Let me fly. Do you just call me? Am I Sugar Ray? I just want to fly. <laughs> Yes, I have Mark McGrath. <laughs> no, it's Mark McGrath. Oh. How, how you, Mike, Mike, leave did, the music to me, all right? Yeah, it's, it's leave right. that to me. <clears throat> Seal had us kissed by a rose, you oh, dummy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not just want to fly. Didn't he do something? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, I would work on that for 2018. I you... could get a seal on the pod. <laughs> it, well, that can take my spot. <laughs> you know what? The, the pod needs to be sealed. We need a pod seal. <laughs> the old seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> Waka waka. Yikes. So this is this is what you're getting back into. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> so this is what you've missed out on. Really just kicked off 2018, didn't we? Well, here we go. Hold on. How do we not lead with this? We are on iTunes, man. I know. That's unbelievable. Why do we not lead with that? Uh, because we're idiots. <laughs> Remember, we just we went over that a second ago. Because we're not yeah. good at this. Whole I was thing. too busy bitching about stuff. <laughs> yeah. So you're welcome. I was doing some stuff while you're gone. Yeah. I honestly say when I got when I sent you that text, like Mike, we've arrived. That might have been. The most proud of me you've ever been. I could even feel it really? through a text. No, yeah, you, you, you actually seemed pleased with what I had done. Yeah, this was a, it was a. You were shocked. You didn't see on the radar. You didn't sure. expect yeah. it to happen, did you? No, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> I figured you'd like. Man, have you heard some well, of these podcasts? Well, I was gonna put it on there, but I had to take a nap. That's what I was gonna. That's kind of what I. I just doing. didn't feel like leaving my safe space. You yeah, know? I was too busy. There's no Wi-Fi in my safe space, right? So I couldn't get it posted. You know, we gotta get people subscribed. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta push. The pod. We got to plug the pod. We're plug. plug uh, don't even. <laughs> I don't, I'm not okay with any of that. Nope. Not okay I'm not with that. plugging any pod. Okay. That doesn't fine. sound right. But it's ours. It is. I got to say, it does. It was pretty cool 
to like pull up the uh, podcast app on my phone, seeing our ugly mugs in cartoon form yes. right on the cover. It was pretty cool. That was, that was pretty nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. So you can now find QYP on iTunes, SoundCloud. We got um, we got the GoPro ready to go. Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. You got to figure it out. You got to. Yeah, it's going to take out. a little while. You. I don't know why. You play with new technology. That, that's a podcast in itself. It is. It was cool. I I've done some. I mean, I videoed a lot of stuff down in Florida, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I haven't reached its full potential yet. We could do this thing underwater. Much like our too. pod, we yeah. have yet to reach our full potential. <laughs> you yet to reach any potential at this <laughs> point, but which leaves more potential out there. The sky's the limit. Right. That's what I. Right. What's my? What's what I? Yeah, tell but we're you? not gonna aim that high. So <laughs> no, the no, ceiling no, no. is the limit. The what sky I, is not necessarily the limit. What do I tell you, Mike? That's why we set that bar super low because once it falls off, I don't want it to shatter. Oh man, you just set it right in the middle. If mm-hmm. you can get underneath it, <laughs> then you can only improve. Yep. Yeah. So follow us or subscribe to us on iTunes. We 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 got stuff in store. Stuff. Boy, stuff boy happening. We boy do we. So we have usually we we you know try to make this as low key as possible because it's us. Yeah. But we have been gone for a while, which we really are sorry We've about that. We missed you more than you missed us. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So we got a pretty we got a pretty stacked show today. We do. We have a very stacked show. Um, we got we got Leslie Smith coming. She's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, what UFC an UFCs Leslie Smith. Yeah, you got you got yeah. me introduced to the whole MMA world this weekend. It was fun, huh? That was a lot of fun. Invicta FC. Invicta FC. Local. I mean, they do all their local fights here, mm-hmm. so it's great. I of course they do all their local fights here. What a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, they do all their local fights here. You know, local in the area. Hey, the cool, fights. Man. Hey, you, yeah. we've been gone for a couple. We, we've been here. gone for a month. All right. So oh. listen, it's okay. Good lord. <laughs> they do their, it, they do their local <laughs> stuff here in town. I don't know if you guys have. Or if they do their local stuff all locally. <laughs> it's all locally located. Oh, my God. Anyway. We're back, baby. So, yes, they had fights in Kansas City this weekend, and they were actually a ton of fun to go to. It was a good card. I had never been, and uh, my friend Corey Smith, who uh, does the TV stuff for them, he called me up. He's, he said, you should come. You should come. And I I've, I love the guy. Mm-hmm. He's the one who took me out to Tacos, too, one time on Taco Tuesday, and I thought, hey, this is a really good That's thing. A, is that all it takes for you? Just yeah. Take me to Taco Tuesday, take me to tacos and we're good and to bam, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he keeps saying, uh, you should go to this thing. And I, I finally thought, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I went there. I didn't realize that, first of all, this is, shows how little I knew. <laughs> I didn't realize that, I mean, this doesn't show how little I knew. There's, God, <laughs> That's just, I think years a, of, years of whole, report cards. You have, have a life's body of work right. to, to, to show that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, that's why my Wikipedia page is just blank. Um, I didn't realize that Invicta was all women yeah. and it was just a, a fighting league. And it, it's unbelievable. The fights were great. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was it was a ton of fun to go to, and and we went because there was a Thai girl there, mm-hmm. and so and who had came from Tiger Muay Thai, which is a. Uh, you guys, and, did you know her? Did you did she? Know? I didn't know her, but I um I I would go every year to every time I go back to Phuket, mm-hmm. I go to Tiger Muay Thai and MMA their training grounds, just because it just keeps growing yeah. and it's cool and and you get to see the Muay Thai fighters. That's really what I want to see, and then it's like a whole lifestyle, man. Yeah, I mean, people go there and live for a month, live for two weeks. Some people will go down there and train for months on end. Um, and it's cool. They have MMA. They have or they have Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. They have Muay Thai. They have CrossFit. They have everything. It's right there in southern Thailand. So the mm-hmm. beach is right there. It was a lot of fun to go, kind of check it out. So I knew them, and when I saw they were coming, and they had two fighters, then we were kind of on board. Yep. 
I just I've I've never been in a room. Well, maybe that's not true. <laughs> maybe I have been, but I at least never consciously knew I've been in a room before where literally every single one there could kick my ass. Oh yeah, you had. Come on. So, oh, you know what, Mike? Shut up. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Leave me alone. So being at the Invicta fights made an impression on me. How so? I need another tattoo, man. It's, are you finally ready? Listen, I'm it's ready. 2018, new year, new tats, man. Yeah, 17 didn't seem like a good year. It's an odd number. I wanted to go for 18. It's a good year. This we're, is the we're, time. We're big on even numbers here. Where do you think I should go? <laughs> Mike, it is sweet summer child. I got a spot for you. Irizumi tattoo in Waldo. You like that? I Actually, I'm born in August, so yeah, I'm, I'm a sweet summer child, so I, I do like that. <laughs> oh, we had uh, we had a listener go get tatted this week. Really, we did. Kayla, nice. thanks, Kayla. Yeah, Appreciate Kayla. It. She got uh, she got some some tattoos of you know you know the band Muse. No, <laughs> Mike, just clean it up. Clean it up. I need to get a couple tattoos. You need to get, get a couple it, piercings. What are we? <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> what's what's um? What do you want to get? Well, I, don't need, I need to get. I need to get. You, it's not a want. It's a no, need. No, it's a need. Yeah, it's a need. I need to get a tiger, and I need to get a dragon. Oh, yeah. why is this? Now I'm curious. So I have a monkey, uh, a monkey warrior on my back, okay. the Hanuman, which is- uh, you just Did you get that at H&M? I, yes. <laughs> I was born in the year of the monkey. Wife was born in the year of the tiger. Oh. Daughter is the Mangan Noi, which oh. means the little dragon. She was born in the year of the dragon. So I, She is a little dragon. She's a little dragon. She the is. Mangan Noi. Mm, look at you. She's even got a story, too. Yeah, damn right. Well played, Michael. Let's get you tatted up, man. Irizumi Tattoo. That's I-R-E-Z-U-M-I. Tattoo. Casey. Dot com. Dot com. Mike. We just got a lot tougher, man. This pod we just did. got a lot tougher. It did, and it, it needed it. <laughs> if there's one thing we needed, it was tougher because, really, I mean, it, you're delicate. We got yeah. Leslie Smith in here. We do. Like, what? UFC fighter. What? Yeah. What a get for us. This is this pod's really moving up. I tell you what. I, you know, we just keep, you know, we keep going over what we are. You know, we're just way, <laughs> it's just too much. Really. It's way too much. Yeah. Well, Leslie, thanks for being here. Uh, this, this is incredible. Is way more fun than being in a room by myself, talking to myself. You say I'm, that now. It's yeah. early. What time yeah. was it? Just, right. just wait. We just started. <laughs> we just hit record, all right? Yeah. We just did. Well, Leslie, uh, your, your, your resume needs no introduction, but I'm going to give you one anyway because you deserve it. Uh, UFC's Leslie Smith, you've been involved with Invicta FC. You've kind of done some stuff now in the broadcasting world as well, plus you're just now our resident badass so thanks for being here <laughs> thanks i'm excited about that last title you like that one a lot good. Good, good resident good. badass resident badass nailed we it that. maybe i'm gonna get cards made and put that on it i think you should they're they're it. on their way they're yeah, on their way we'll make them internet Done. take internet do your work yes take <laughs> do, it away. do your job internet. somebody listening is gonna do that for us right away so what so what brings you to kansas city what 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 was the uh festivities this weekend invicta fighting championships had their 27th card it was at the scottish Rite temple and i got to be part of it not as a fighter this time like i was six other times yeah, at yeah. the start of the show but i came back and i was doing the in cage interviews is that tough because you know like you're a fighter by nature 
but you're like on a different side of the aisle this weekend. What, what's that like? It's it's fun. It's fascinating. Going just going into the hotel reminded me of the worst weight cut that I ever had. I oh. was like looking down the hallway. I was like, oh, I remember stumbling there, and I remember <laughs> running out of that door so that I could hide from my coaches so that they couldn't make me like get back in the bathtub anymore. All those memories you tried suppressing years and years ago all uh-huh. just comes back at once. Yeah, it all came flooding back, and and I didn't eat, I think, very much the entire time because I was. It's just, it's like fight mode. You're like just used adrenaline to it. kicks in, and mm-hmm. and but it's so much fun to get to do the interviews after the fights. It's so cool because I can feel the adrenaline coming off of the fighters right. like in waves, and their emotions are just right there. They're like crying from whatever reasons, and <laughs> I have that same angry problem. So and, yeah, that same. I have that same problem. <laughs> he cries so. a lot. Yeah. He's, a cry- he's a crier. So I got to say yeah. that was my first Invicta. Corey Smith called me up and he he said to me last year you should come to it but we never it never really made a sense with the schedule we had with soccer mm-hmm. but then this year I, th- I said I'm gonna do it and he you know gave me some tickets I went to the thing it was unbelievable yeah. I was really impressed I really was I didn't expect it first of all I, I didn't realize exactly what Invicta was I mean I watched a lot of UFC but I mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what I was getting into and I went in there it was a great a great place to watch the fight because it was very it was very intimate yeah and I also thought that the the fighters when we met them at the uh, weigh-in, were all unbelievable, very gracious, and that's something I don't think people expected. I mean, I didn't. It yeah. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Part of I think that that as far as televised athletes go, I'm inclined to say that MMA athletes are probably the most accessible, and that Invicta athletes are probably the most success, uh, like accessible out of all of the televised MMA. Why is that? Why, why do you th- why why is that a thing? because uh, we're cool. Because we cool, man. Next question. Move along, please. (laughs) But it's always been really open and accessible. Like, it's always been such a cool community of people that come Mm -hmm. together for the Invicta shows. We used to always have them. The very first couple ones were at the Aladdin Hotel. Okay. And so we would all just go upstairs afterward, and people would have their beers, and they'd all be hanging out or or whatever else they were drinking. Mm -hmm. And someone would order pizza, and like... The entire fight card would just hang out, chilling and wow. talking, and that's so cool. I yeah. yeah, I can't really imagine that happening in any other, any anything else. I don't think I don't think it does. No, <laughs> like, I, I don't think Couldn't that's possibly. A thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's changed a little bit now, but but that's I mean, it's a good thing because people have gotten a little bit bigger and are making a little tiny bit more money mm-hmm. and. Uh, personalities and all that stuff is coming up a whole lot more. But at the root of it, I feel like. Invicta, female fighters, women in MMA are still like, yeah, we're just, we're here and, mm-hmm. and we like to talk to people yeah. and we want people to come up and talk. And it pays off more for getting it all out there to be accessible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part of it is that the women just really want to promote themselves because nobody else was doing it before Invicta. Right, right, right. So they just had to do what they had to do. Well, they were good at it. I mean, very good. So at it. accessible and so easy to talk to. And people were just, it was easy to approach them. I mean, obviously, you know that's going to go away when it gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. It just is going to have to. But right now, it's just a great time to get in on it. I think you know it was great. It was great for us. I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, are you a fan as well? Of do you do you watch MMA all the time? I mean, are you glued to the TV when you're not doing something, or, is, or do you do other things? I mean, is- I'm not super glued to the TV. Okay. I don't watch as many MMA fights as I should. I watch the women as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Right. But we talked earlier. I told you guys how I don't even have social media on my phone anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't watch TV. Off the grid. Wow, yeah. 
I wish I could do that. I'm yeah. trying. Like we said, I, I wish you could like we too. said, Trump says some shit. I'm just, I'm drawn back in. Yeah. It's like, damn it. Oh, all right. I tried. I tried not to do it. But all right. Here's why you suck. Let me list out verbatim. One, two, three, and four. Well, and it's not because I don't enjoy doing that. Like, I, I want to save the world from behind my computer screen every <laughs> right. time that I get the chance. <laughs> right. But I get so stuck on it. That's why I can't watch TV. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to take it off is because I will spend all day long on there. I With TV, I'll... I'll turn it on. It can be the worst thing in the world. And my lower lip will start falling down. And like <laughs> a little drool will start you coming out of the that, corner. That, that casual decline uh, of the lips. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. Uh-huh. Slightly catatonic <laughs> sets in. So I just have to avoid that stuff now. So it. what do you like so what do you do? In your free time, besides training and you know studying film or whatever, like what? Yeah, what's a day in the life of a of a professional uh, MMA athlete? Well, I, a day in the life. Okay, I was gonna go a different direction. I can go. A day, I'll do the day in the life later. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I really like doing outdoorsy things mm-hmm. and hiking, and I've been doing a ton of slacklining recently. Have really? you guys played with that? No, I have not. I mean, I've seen it. He doesn't oh. even get outdoors very often. I haven't left the couch in like 72 hours, to be totally honest. <laughs> I have one. Oh, no, I didn't bring it. It's inside of the hotel. But I was going to say, we could probably string it we can make down this work. there. We could make it work. There's nobody here. I mean, yeah. it's radio on a weekend, so it's a ghost town. Yeah, so we no can, one we can, can call make, the ambulance. Oh, and this is so why make this work. I need to be bringing my slack line with me everywhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Next time we will. So I do a bunch of slack lining. I have dogs. I hang out with them. I like to go gardening. But probably the number one thing that I've been spending my time doing recently is focusing on the fighters union and learning about that. The fighters union that is on its way um, in the UFC for the UFC fighters. That's probably one of the main things I do. So like a day would be getting up in the morning, going to train, Mm -hmm. coming home. How many hours do you train? It totally depends. For the past month, I've been in... Las Vegas at the UFC Performance Institute. And I've spent time focused. Usually I train twice a day, probably an hour and a half to two hours each session. So about four hours a day, which is different. I used to do all day long. I would get up. I would go do strength and conditioning at like six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I would go grab a little bit to eat and then go straight to boxing. And then from there, jump into the jujitsu class. And then from there, drive like an hour and a half out to the city to go do a Muay Thai class and then to do another no-gi class. And I did that for quite a while. Jesus, that's that's a day. That is a day. Yeah. It it. It was a lot of days <laughs> yeah. that just sort of started ending up rolling all into one. And I found that I wasn't being very explosive or excited about everything. But I was like, this is what I must do. I shall do it. <laughs> but turned out it was only me I was breaking by training right. like that. Right. And so I trained with Misha Tate. I went and joined her for one of her training camps. And I saw that she only trained twice a day. And at first I was like, huh. People just don't train as hard as I do. (laughs) I just want it more than these other people. And then I realized that by taking a nap in the middle of the day and only having one other session that I was actually excited about going to training. Crazy how that works. Yeah. Weirdest thing. Rest might be kind of a good thing, I guess, maybe. Yeah. So I've been told, I don't know, science, I don't know, maybe. Says the guy who naps all day. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Now do you see why I do it? Right. Now do you understand the methods? That's why of you're my, on your game all the time? That's why I'm always on. Always on. 
Well, can, let's, can we dive into that? I want to talk about the union. I want to talk about all that stuff. Yes. Uh, because, number one, it is a long time coming, and it should have been here. I think, I, think, I think that we can all agree that this is a step in the absolute right direction, uh, more, mostly a what took us so long kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, was that this last summer? You're in Vegas, and Kobe Bryant is at one of these, was it a forum? What, what was going on? What, what was this? Because it, it kind of went viral a little bit. It really? It did, yeah. It was, Good. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, first, I want to say thank you for coming and talking to us. We're all happy to have you here. I'm very curious, how essential to your personal negotiations and the success of basketball in the world do you believe the NBA Players Association has been? Um, we, we're on the verge of forming a, a union here. It was called the UFC Athlete Retreat. Okay, okay. And they brought 300 of us out, and they put us up inside of a hotel, and it was two or three days of going to seminars, going to listen to things. Like, they had the guy from Shark Tank who was giving us a talk about well, things. Who, who brought you in? The UFC. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, the UFC had just been purchased huh. by WMEIMG, mm-hmm. and so they, they flew us all in to give us these talks and get us all into the same place and i'll tell you it was really nice to get to go there and i'm really grateful that they brought me in uh-huh. but it was like a wme img commercial the entire time yeah. like yeah. we came in and sat down and from the very first day they were like we just sat down and it was this room they they had this big old projector up at the front and it was a 20 minute commercial about all these different things at wm <laughs> have I you heard of how awesome we are let yeah. me tell you why they were they're like we own 60 different fashion shows we own this we own that whatever you're interested in we have a finger maybe a whole hand inside of it <laughs> and they were like so if you want to do any sponsorship opportunities anything just come and talk to us right afterward so me, I'm like, yeah. And I stood up and like ran over immediately as soon as they're done talking. Uh-huh. And I was like, who do I talk to? Who's the person? They're like, uh, just go give your like name to someone in the UFC and they'll like get it to us. <laughs> go find it. There's an email list over there. Sign up. And yeah. we'll, we'll get back to you next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I promise. All right. Cool. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Appreciate it. All right. And then um, the second day, I believe it was the second day, they had Kobe Bryant come in and he was talking to us about investing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, sometimes you're going to lose money. I've lost millions of dollars, but it's by losing that I'm able to win and make all this money. It's just part of it. And uh, everybody, everybody who's listening to this is like, how do you do that if you only have five thousand dollars in your bank account? Just, just, just sipping my tea right now. I was like, hmm, how does that work out? Because I've got the losing part down. <laughs> right. I can tell you how to lose yeah. multiple dollars. I like to maybe, you know, I like to maybe make some money at right. some point, Kobe. Is that Give me a million, thing? I could lose yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that every single fighter turned into the Kermit sipping the tea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for a just minute. Just Kermit sipping tea and just eye rolls everywhere. Uh-huh. Huh? One of those kind of things. Uh huh. I mean, but uh, it's not like we weren't happy to be there and like. Like to be getting talked to by Kobe Bryant. Everyone respects the hell out of that guy, and he's yeah. obviously good at what he does. Right. It's just that investing tips from a multimillionaire maybe isn't the most applicable to uh-huh. UFC fighters who are not even making $50,000. And here's the thing, too, which I thought was super, uh, maybe unintentionally fascinating about that whole, that whole thing, is that he's saying all this, 
and he's I think it's he's genuinely coming from a good place. Yeah. But just the just the the blatant like discrepancies yeah. in that, which is almost I think like I said just over his head as he's sitting in a in a convention center with all these female athletes who aren't making anywhere near the amount of money that they should be making compared to their mm-hmm. male counterparts. That was what kind of stuck out to me was like he's saying all this and doesn't even realize that there are people in this room in the front row feet away from him who are making fractions of what he ever made. Mm-hmm. Just the discrepancy in the 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 win bonus, the win bonus alone, yeah. just the every fight. I mean, Pay, from the top guy down to the bottom it. guy is unbelievable. There's a huge discrepancy. Yeah, it's like the difference between living paycheck to paycheck yeah. and um, having a princess date almost. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe not that big of a difference. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but 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 maybe it big, feels yeah. like it when mm-hmm. you're doing the paycheck to paycheck thing. Right. So, what point when all this is happening, where you're like, I gotta say something, or let me at least just, you know. Get my two cents out there, and let's just see what. At what point in all this, we're like, I gotta say something. Oh, from the second that I knew I was going, I was <laughs> yep. like, oh, where's gonna be my chance? I gotta find <laughs> yep. the right thing. Let me I gotta find that in real quick. Uh huh. So then, when Kobe was up there, I start. I was like, oh, this is, this is great. I tried to Google whether or not he was actually pro union, <laughs> but I couldn't find anything. So I was like. We just got to go for it. Let's do it live. Here we go. (laughs) And maybe he's going to say no. Maybe he's going to say it isn't the thing. But that's, you know, we got to find out. And so as soon as they're like, we're taking questions, um, they had, I saw, actually, before they said we're taking questions, I saw that they had two microphones set up. And I was like, oh, I think there's going to be questions. Mm. So I, like, tied my track shoes and, like, got in my stance, getting ready to run over there. And so they took a couple questions first. Some other people were closer to the mic. They didn't run faster than I did. They were just closer. I was not to make that clear. You were not yes. beat, all right? I, I, let's <laughs> right. make that perfectly clear right now. That's where they started. <laughs> so I got up there, and I asked him if he felt like the union, the NBA Players Association, has helped him personally and if it's helped basketball in general. And – he and and then I finished the question with saying that we are thinking about starting a union, but some people are worried about whether or not this is actually a good idea. Mm-hmm. So can you please speak to us on that? And I I can't remember what I said like five minutes ago, so I'm sure that wasn't <laughs> verbatim. But he uh, he man came to the occasion. He was right, like, yeah. yeah, he was like, a union is good for everybody. That a lot of times it only affects the guys that. Again, not his words, but it affects the guys on the bottom. But when you improve things for them, then everybody does Everybody's, better. Exactly. It, it's the quote, and I've tried to say the quote before, and I messed it up, and that's why I'm <laughs> avoiding it. It's the the quote about uh, when the tide rises, all the boats go up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what is that one? Oh, yep, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, You're yep, like, yep, yeah, yep. you did fuck it up, yep. but um, <laughs> yeah. but we know what it is. We're all we're all we're all in the same boat. We're in the same boat, literally. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, yes, literally. <laughs> And then after that, he said something that was really significant, which was that a lot of people assume that because they're all on the same team, that they're all cool with each other. 
and that they all get along and see things the same way. He was like, no, mm. we are not on the same page. But when it's time to do the union, that's when they get on the same page because that's when it benefits everyone to be yeah. on the same page. And I think that a lot of the fighters, one of the reasons that they've been like, mm, I don't think it's for us. I don't think this is the best idea is because they thought that it was just never going to happen, that we we're going to be able to get the fighters with all their different agendas onto yeah. the same page. But to hear someone like Kobe Bryant saying, no, we don't get along either. Like, we fight a lot, but we come together for this. I think it was a, a nice message to hear. So what's, and what was the, what's the demographic mix in that audience, male to female? Um, definitely more men. Okay. Definitely more men. You know what was really funny, though, is that since Ronda Rousey got women into the UFC, uh-huh. thank you for that. Um, women have been a huge, huge draw. And there's not a ton of women. And so it's funny because a lot of times when I'm talking to guys and I'm like, hey, you, you want to get on board with this union thing? They're like, we totally believe in it, but we don't want to get cut. And yeah. so we're not going to say it. They're like, we're not we're not like you. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I am nowhere big on the totem pole. Like, I'm not fancy or special. Like, I just barely got onto the rankings recently. Um, even though I'm, I feel like I should have been there the whole time. <laughs> there she is. There yeah. she is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Leslie's back. There, there she is. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, but women in the MMA are unicorns, which is kind of nice. I'm like, call me a unicorn. I said it's the deadliest animal on the planet. Of course right? it is. Of course it is. Isn't that what, what The Rock said? That's exactly. It is what The Rock yeah. said. Yeah. So what is so what is the state of 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 collective bargaining unions in just not just with uh women's mma or just in general with the in the world of mixed martial arts what is the state of that right now well there isn't any any of that Uh at this point but what i'm working on right now is within the ufc to get a fighters union going there the first step to doing that though is we are still independent contractors yeah and what's happening is we're getting treated like employees with I mean, there's a list. There's a list that the National Labor Relations Board puts out of 11 different, 11 different pieces of, I want to say criteria, but I didn't know the right way to, criteria? That sounds right, yeah. yeah. Requirements. Yeah, requirements. Yeah. So they've got these different requirements, and depending on how you measure up to it, then that's what determines if you're an employee. So strippers have... Uh, they've gotten this. They've won back wages. They've gotten all kinds of things because they were independent contractors, but they were being super controlled by the clubs that they worked for. Mm -hmm. Like they were being told the uniforms that they needed to wear in terms of how high their heels could be. They uh, didn't use their own equipment because they had to come in and use the stage. Um, They had supervision the whole time that that they were at work. Much like we in the UFC have USADA supervising us all mm-hmm. the time. We have the uniforms. So I'm trying to lay these out like yeah. for the parallels, yeah. you know. And um, there's a lot of parallels. Yeah. And so they they came together and stood up against it. So if, if the strippers can do it, power to them. Mm-hmm. I, the fighters need but to come together and do, do it too. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we need to do. The very first step is we need 30% of the people to sign authorization cards. And then those go to the National Labor Relations Board. And then it's actually the NLRB who determines whether or not we are employees or independent contractors. And that's just the first step. Yeah. If, if, if we get determined to be independent contractors, then there's no union. It's over, yeah.
yeah, it'll be an association or something else like that. Because no matter what happens with the union, the point is that we need to get organized. Yeah, Whatever final mm, form the organization. Voice, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right now we have a ton of different voices. And that doesn't help. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great for fighters to have their own individual voices. And they need to have their own individual voices. But when it comes down to the bargaining and figuring things like this out, uh, one of my biggest things that I talk about is that we need we need more fairness in the negotiating. Like we <laughs> we just get treated like crap in the negotiating. Yeah. Like So do you negotiate or does your agent negotiate? My agent negotiates it okay. for me. And that's not saying anything bad. I have a great relationship with Sean Shelby and I've been talking to Mick Maynard, well, emailing with him <laughs> a little bit recently. So I do appreciate the matchmakers and I, I know that the UFC is the vehicle that brought us to like to the world seeing us yeah. to this podcast. Yeah, this, this podcast. Every right decision now. you've made Leslie, in life you've has made led it. you you've right here it. to this podcast. Yeah. And we it. apologize. You have arrived. <laughs> yeah. We're sorry about that. No, we're yeah. sorry about that. Well, no, I love it. I love everything and all these opportunities that have been created because of how well the UFC has managed the business aspect of it. But it's time to make it bigger. Yeah, and there's a there's another side to that argument because of what you all have done. The UFC has now boomed and skyrocketed to what they it made is. Made their now. money. They're making their money. They're making their mm-hmm. money, and they're getting paid. Yeah, it takes it takes both sides of it yeah. to make it happen, and that's why we should have a seat at the negotiating table yeah. or figuring things out or like before the new policies come out. This is pretty silly. So we just go in. Ha- go in. So they just released a new policy. Uh huh. Uh, while I was at the Performance Institute, and the new policy was instead of what we used to have, which was the Reebok outfitting money, they've changed that. Um, I don't know how much you guys follow, but Verdum threw during fight week threw uh-huh. a boomerang at this guy Colby Covington. Okay, yeah, I saw that. And another fighter. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think I saw. I think I saw. I, saw I think that, I saw yeah. it on Twitter. Some, yep. I think I, I. I know I saw a video. I read the article. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So I think that these are. I I think of these in. I feel like the new guidelines are basically the boomerang guidelines. <laughs> okay. Because what they did is they rolled up fight week conduct into wearing the Reebok stuff. So we're taking like these gradual steps. Originally, we had our own sponsors and we got paid for whatever sponsors we collected yeah. for wearing it. And then they took that away and Reebok gave the UFC a whole bunch of money to be the exclusive sponsor. Tons of money. Tons of money. Mm-hmm. And the UFC uh, doles that out in very small amounts for wearing the Reebok stuff. But now, they in the new contract, they don't even mention Reebok in it. They say, whoever is the UFC brand. Again, not verbatim, mm-hmm. but that's the idea. Um, so they say, whoever is the UFC brand, you have to wear these things. But you also have to follow all these codes of conduct. And I'm all about codes of conduct. Like I think it's I don't think that we should be throwing boomerangs at people. Yeah, probably <laughs> I don't not. love that no, idea. It's, it's not I, a great idea. I, I do think we need to be um behaved uh-huh. in general, but part of it is it lists that it can punish us for violent behavior during fight week. It doesn't say excluding the fight either. And <laughs> and what? No, what? it doesn't. So not only could I technically wow. get in trouble, according to the new guidelines, for fighting during fight week, because that's violent behavior. 
ass backwards. Isn't that hilarious? And, and you and you all had no say in any of that kind no of negotiation. No say at all. Nope. They just rolled it out late in December, and they said this is starting in 2018. And if you have any questions, go ahead and send us an email and set up a meeting. And I was like, I do. <laughs> I have many emails. Many Anderson. questions. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, I do. Um, and and I told them that. And and what was their response to that? Their response immediately was to say, okay, we'll, we'll have a meeting. Let's go ahead and set it up. And so I was emailing with one of the guys, uh-huh. um, with Chris Provino. Uh, he's in the UFC. And we were figuring out the time. And then he said, you know what? I'm actually not going to be the one who's going to meet with you. It's going to be Reed Harris. Who, by the way, I really like. Mm-hmm. I like all these people so much. So Reed Harris, and so I'm figuring out the timing, and then we figured out sometime after two on Wednesday. Oh, and he wanted me to send him the questions ahead of time. Stop. Of course, of course, <laughs> makes it easy. Oh, man, yeah. okay. uh, so I sent all my questions in ahead of time. Some of them are a little antagonistic. As they fucking should be. I mean, you can't even if you're not even gonna be allowed at the table. And I mean, what's because that I, there's a phrase. If we're gonna go back to phrases we don't really know the quote for, like if you're not at the table, then you're you're on the plate. Like if you're not if they're not gonna let oh, you show up and 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 even try to you know find a compromise, then mm-hmm. man, antagonize the shit out of those questions. <laughs> but if it was up to me, I I would I would not be nice. Yeah. I would not be nice. Well, I figured I'm already getting heated. This is I like, can yeah. tell. Ugh. I can tell. I like it. So silly. Oh my god. So stupid. <laughs> So then it was going to be the meeting with um, with Reed, but then the day that I was supposed to meet him stretched out. I sat in the lobby for an hour. I was waiting for the front desk. I bugged them. They're so nice. Again, I love all these people. I bugged them for every couple minutes. Can you send them another email? Can you send them a text? Can, can you, you tell them I'm him? here? Can, yeah. we, can we page somebody, please? Uh-huh. All of that. So later on that day, uh, Reed sent me a message saying that he actually wasn't able to answer all the questions that he tried to, but some of them ended up just being his opinion. So he is passed it on. Um, and so now it's Hunter Campbell who I'm going to talk to. We scheduled a meeting for the following Wednesday, one week later. And at about six o'clock on Tuesday night, I got an email from his secretary saying that his flight had been canceled. And so he was not going to be there for the meeting. Hmm. So I have not yet hmm. gotten this meeting. Hmm. Crazy how that happens. Funniest thing. Flights are weird. Though. Guys, flights yeah. are weird, you know. Hard to get a flight. Hard to get a flight these hard days. Hard to get a flight around. Yeah. Some cities are hard oh. to get to. It is winter. Winter is coming. Winter's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things okay. are difficult. And I... It's a, probably a lot healthier for me to assume that people aren't intentionally giving me the big middle finger, mm-hmm. but it's pretty but hard, it's hard to avoid that. Yeah. It's hard really not to hard. think that, right? I mean, that's just human nature. So so what's Dana White's thoughts on any of this? Has he been on board? Has he been supportive? Well, that's the thing is that I'm trying- Has it gotten to him yet? <laughs> I don't know if it's even gotten to him. Oh, See, it's gotten to him for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was at the Performance Institute, and he walked by, and he turned around and said, hey, sweetie. And I was like, hello. <laughs> Greetings. I guess that we are cool. That's kind of nice to know, because I yeah, do get a little worried. Yeah, it's better than, hey, sweetie. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, I yeah. mean, he did turn around afterwards. Right, yeah, well, know. yeah. He did turn around pretty yeah. quick. I don't know. Who knows what he was saying after that? I hope that wasn't part yeah. of it. Um, so I, I feel like I'm on good terms, and I, I have never been trying to be down on the UFC. It's only these policies that are outdated that we need to change so that it can get bigger. Soccer, uh, baseball, yeah. football, hockey, all of all of these different sports have only done better since they got the union. Yep. It improves athlete relations with the whole company. The better the communication is, then everything rises. It's not just the fighters who are going to rise by having the union. It's the entire industry yep. can go up. The higher level of professionalism, more acceptance. Plus, when people have more money, they tend to act like they have a little bit mm -hmm. more money. Mm -hmm. and, There's and, a correlation there, 100%. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> And that's that's usually a good thing for our society trying to get the spotlight on people because mm, it can be fun to watch people without money for like eh, I don't know how long's the average like Facebook fighting video <laughs> about forty five seconds yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly but when they have money uh, man you could watch that stuff for hours mm -hmm. entire reality shows are well, based and on just that quality of life I mean just I mean people forget that it's for, for fans like Mike and I, it's entertainment. But for you all, that's your job. This is how you, you know, support your families. The whole thing is just so, so interesting. I'm, I'm fascinated by all of it. But hey, real quick, let us um, go ahead and take a little break. We're going to do a thing real quick, and then we'll be back with uh, UFC's Leslie Smith on QIP. Really making yourself uh, comfortable over there, bud. Really enjoying yourself. I was hungry. Got some chips? I got some chips. You want to see a show real quick? Yeah, let's see a show. Let's do a thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Sleepwalker on the pod. Think you're in 
Trace here. Hello, man. What's going on, brother? Not a lot. I like that a whole lot. Thank you. Mike, what'd you think? I liked it. We got uh, we got a whole thing we're doing with you next week. So we'll have a whole episode devoted to Sleepwalker. But right now, we got to take a break. <laughs> I sound like such a douche when I do that. You do sound like a tool. <laughs> so when we get back, UFC's Leslie Smith back on the pod. After this. After this. Our good friend Sammy, who uh, <laughs> Sooks up, Sammy Sooks at Jackson, has sent in a question, and he said, "Can oh, you can you ask Miss Leslie for me, which is hardest for her, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai?" This guy is actually a Muay Thai guy, so mm. that's how he got out of the jungle. He's my assistant at, at the soccer team, but he also does a lot of stuff on the podcast. He's, so, speaking of unions, don't tell Sam that. <laughs> so BJJ or Muay Thai, which is hardest for you? Which is hardest, the Jiu-Jitsu has taken me longer to get good at. With Muay Thai, I walked in on day one, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can feel like, you know, in the cartoons when there's, like, people, like, do things, and you can see, like, the energy right. shooting uh, out. Yeah. Like, I totally could feel, like, the energy <laughs> All Dragon out. Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it seemed, like, very clear. Like, I can channel that energy and, like, send it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But with the jujitsu, it's taken me a lot longer because you're tied up in knots. How do you like shoot that energy out when you're like? Well, to go from one up. hole to another one is the. I mean, that to me, when you see people who are really good at it, like the Gracies, and you see them roll through something, some setting up something else, and getting out of something else, and I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, to me, it's an art form. It, it, you know? it looks like it's poetry emotion. That's yeah. essentially what I. That's what I think it is. Totally. And having said that, the Muay Thai was more natural for me. I will also say that when I'm 80 years old. I'm probably not going to still be doing Muay Thai, right. but I will definitely still be doing Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. His other question was, what is your strongest skill in the cage? My strongest skill in the yeah. cage is probably mental fortitude. Uh, I mean, my striking my striking's pretty amazing, i got to say. <laughs> pretty good Let's at find that. out. Hartzell, step over here. Uh, no, I, knew, I knew this is, what, this yeah. is all a big con, isn't it? You this is the whole thing. The whole thing was me to get Leslie in here. Mm-hmm. Just to see if you could take a bunch. Saw that coming I need the way. rest of that hundred bucks. After yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. As soon as he's on the floor, I told you. <laughs> it was beautiful. So what is? So what's kind of piggybacking on all that? 
where do you what's the state of of women's MMA right now? Just as far as everything, as far as talent, as far as you know, how we're going to get this union up and going. Like, where's the state of everything as as you see it right now? I'd say it's a lot like California, exciting, happening, uh-huh. but really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> the state of so so. Um, I actually am not a huge fan of the term women's MMA. Okay. Because and I tell f- me why. Because I feel like it separates the women from the men, and I feel like that's a beautiful thing about MMA is that at the end of it, good technique is good technique, and and a good fight is a good fight, and yep. there's no separating it based on anything else. So um, women's MMA tends to be – it just – the idea of just women's MMA, I feel like it – I'm not saying anything about – bad about women's NBA, but right. it relegates it to a different department. Mm-hmm. It's not there to get that same kind of glory. It's not on the same kind of stage just by having that separate designation. Yeah. And so it's that's like, why are you putting it in context? You don't have to put it in the context. You know, yeah. it's, it's just MMA. Exactly. It's like talking about the the fighters and they're like, this is a female athlete. Like, just, just say she's an athlete. Yeah. Like, wh- why is that needed? Mm-hmm. And there have been times when it was needed. At the very beginning, definitely women's MMA was a big deal because they needed to get a solid core of people because there wasn't anybody. There were, like, people just floating around and then having women's MMA. I, I'm part of, like, a women's MMA discussion group. It makes me cringe every time <laughs> I see it. But I'm still part of it because yeah. that that's a big part of how it came up and how the culture and how it's encouraged all these other women to do mm-hmm. it. But women in MMA are doing amazing right now. Just amazing. Like, you guys saw the – well, you saw the fights last night. You saw all the buzz about the yeah. fights last night. Yeah. And that's a great indicator because that isn't even the top-level women, uh, except for maybe in the in the weight classes that the UFC hasn't taken up already. Although Combate Americas has great women at the lower divisions at the 105. Mm-hmm. And then Bellator has been putting on great women's fights. The UFC. I mean, today there's, I believe there's like three women's yeah. fights yep. coming on today. So it's doing really, really, really well as far as getting the experience and the exposure and getting up there. Yeah. Definitely could use more money, but I mean, I was really happy to see how much. The whole sport in general, though, really. I mean, mm-hmm. Don't you think? I mean, I love it. I, I think it's a great like. I I thank you for being a great role model because you are for young women and yeah. all these fighters are. And I think that for having a daughter, I want her to see this and I want her to be able to protect herself and stand up for herself. And I think it does a lot for her confidence to be able to know that she can get into something and yep. get out of it. Totally. I mean? And the same thing with my wife. I've told her many times I want her to take jiu-jitsu because I think it's a huge thing for her. It just builds your confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she's become the fan. I mean, I, I am too. She I was love loving it. it last night. Oh, oh my God. man, she, she was loving it last it. night. Always want, she, we have to go watch every UFC fight at a bar. We'll go to bars <laughs> just to watch a fight with her. She never goes out, but she wants to go out and watch these fights now. Yeah. And, and that's been it's been great for me because it's a bonding thing for us, for sure. And, and for our family. I, I mean, my daughter's really into it too. So I, I think it's been great and i think it just keeps growing so it's awesome i think it's changing the world i think it's changing the perception of women and their strength in the entire world i'm a huge feminist like i'm a gigantic feminist i'm like i I was at a bar last night and these people are like we're from a really small town this lady was super drunk it was her 40th birthday she was like we're from a really small town in nebraska and we're like really conservative and i was like yeah i am that like 
feminist, liberal, hippie, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pro-abortion person mm-hmm. that like you guys probably like, we probably wouldn't hang out, would we? Uh-huh. We wouldn't go to the same not the be same friends. We wouldn't go to the yeah. same events, would we? No, probably not. We didn't talk about any of those issues. Mm-hmm. It's just so fascinating that she was like, I'm a conservative. And she was like, not that I'm like 100% pro-Trump, but she was like, but you know, I'm pretty conservative. And I was quiet for a minute, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm probably not someone that you would like then, (laughs) knowing that. And how she responded to that. Um, Were you able to have, were you able to have, because we've talked about this on the show before, like, were you able, even where you have such clear, stark differences, were you able to have a conversation? Oh, yeah. Alcohol, like, can take conversations down, you know, when people are all fired up mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. belligerent and <laughs> warlike and whatnot. <laughs> yep. But a couple hours after that, they tend to be a little bit more like happy. I guess it kind of depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been incredible. Uh, but I have one one more, I guess, topic just before you get out of here, especially with everything going on in the world right now, the climate mm-hmm. of sexual assault and harassment and, and all kinds of fields and industry. Um, is this something where 2017 and now, I guess, 2018, do you feel like this is different than even maybe in the past where we've had like, all right, we got some momentum. Let's let's clean this shit up. Or do you feel like this unfortunately might just be another, you know, part for the course? I think that everything's getting better. And uh what you were saying earlier, Mike, about about fighting and training and empowering women and then having more role models to look up to them and see them as not victims. Yep. And and then that movie, the the Wonder Woman movie coming out and the Harvey Weinstein thing, the Me Too, I think that that hashtag was so amazing and strong. It was actually started 10 years ago. 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Geared more towards women of color. Yes. Yeah. Rose McGowan. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of us were introduced to this for the first time, not knowing the backstory and the history of what it was before. Mm-hmm. So, you, But you do feel like this is... I feel like it's a really good thing. Okay. I feel like it's a wonderful thing because I feel like people are being less victims. And even all this bullying stuff, people talk so much oh. about like... God, why can't people just get a thicker skin? Mm-hmm. Why why do they have to be what's it? This bullying is the result of all the trophies that are oh given my, out. If I hear that shit people one more being time, told. If I see another loser baby boomer say that shit again, I'm going to lose my mind. Dude, sorry, back to you. <laughs> it kills me. I'm like, "No, can we just Relax. all agree that sorry. bullying is bad? Yeah. Like it's not a good thing and bringing it to light is a good thing." And so I feel like that's why that's why people are like, oh, "What's up with the thick skin? Like why is everyone getting injured and hurt?" It's People have always been getting injured and hurt by by hurtful and injuring things. It's just that they didn't talk about it before because yeah. nobody cared about it before yeah. and they weren't listening before. Yep. But I feel like now it's it's uh, things are changing and I feel like the perception. I feel like women in MMA is helping women to embrace that non non objectified, non victimized. Yep. That strong, like I can do what I want. I can handle this situation. I don't need to feel uncomfortable. I don't need to feel like I'm an accessory. I don't need to feel like I can't say no. Like when I when I teach women self defense courses, one of the biggest things that I that I talk about is how it's okay for women to be rude to other people if it'll make them feel safer. Yep. Like they, if they're inside of a room with other people and they get that feeling, like. Mm, something's weird. I don't really like this. But for so many years, women have been told to not pay attention to that, that they just need to sit down and shut up and like listen to people who know more than they do, mm-hmm. that, that, they, that they just went along with shit. 
And so I think that that's changing now. And I yep. think that's a wonderful thing. And I think that that's all contributing to it. And again, that idea that as the tide rises, all the boats go up. It's not, it's not just women that this stuff is helping. It's everybody that is helping and the bullying it's not just the people who have been bullied that it's helping it's it's the women and everybody because the more that we stop ignoring people who are getting treated as less than then then the better everyone everybody is. that's pretty perfect leslie smith the peacemaker on the pod i like that a lot i think that's gonna be a thing that's good stuff should we tell her fight thing that just go through one okay so i need quick. you to, okay just can we can you critique how i this went about this so it was it was it was it was fight night on my birthday so i'm out in the suburbs <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be but long story short we had to t- we had to take it outside we gotta take this outside now. Luckily for me, I have a squad with me because yeah, it's not it's not one on one. No, 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 no. Get this Listen, I wear I'm wearing skinnies and I have a vest delicate, on today. Delicate frame. So I'm not going. I'm not gonna fight anybody. I'm not gonna headline any type of show you have going on. <laughs> and so, so I get there. My my twins there. My other buddy. They're you know we, we got the haymakers are being thrown. Okay, this guy goes down, and I'm like, well, listen, hold on. This was, I started this. Let me get a shot in. He's got him. I got He's him. Got him. I got him. All right. So I'm 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 getting fired up. I'm rearing back at this point, and and I got kind of some weird. I got weird knuckles. They're just kind of they're just kind of. You know, that's what it is. That's what it was. It's the knuckles. And so I just got a little bit. What I mean, I think I was just too focused on the form. I think is what it was. And so I reared back a little bit, and as I'm coming back, I clip the lip. <laughs> On the on the on the rear back. I don't know if that's a phrase. The, on the rear back. On the rear back. <laughs> on the rear that's back. exactly what the fr- it's a fighting so, term. You, so uh, yeah. Leslie probably doesn't know that one, but yeah. On the rear back, he popped himself in the face, and then uh, oh no, wait. So I've clipped. The, so I've clipped the lip at this point. Okay. Bloodied yourself. Blood? Did it? Did you? Like, oh well, we're bleeding. Oh, yeah. we're we're. we're it's we're a real blood. fight now. This is now it's we're a real fighting. fight. Now it's a fight. So I've I've now clipped. I've clipped myself, which I think may have also uh, like kind of concussed me a little bit because now my eyes are closed. <laughs> And so now I'm just swinging, just fla- basically flailing aimlessly. And you and landed one though. I landed one, back of the head shot. I mean, this was like boom. Mm-hmm. I did not hit the guy I was going for. I ended up hitting my twin brother. Yeah, twin brother. <laughs> uh, and he didn't love that. So he beat up everybody in his family in one shot. Uh-huh. My gla- and and in doing that, the the the, the force knocked my I had glasses on at the time too. <laughs> nice. Because the story's even more ridiculous. The force knocks the glasses off. I step on those bad boys because, like, oh, Zach, I'm sorry. And so I stepped on my own glasses. I, I came out taking so many L's with this thing. So, yeah, you won't see me in the octagon ever. Uh, He's 0 for 1. Is his <laughs> fight record. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll chalk it up as a tie. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Why not? Because yeah, the other three guys jumped in and got that guy, we right? We called it no decision. Yeah. It's a, it sure. was a no decision, Mike. Right. It was yeah, a bad was decision, decision is what it was. It was, was. <laughs> it's a bad decision on my part. So, yeah, so what can I do to fix this? How can I not hit, How can I not knock myself out of the fight? I'm going to say maybe don't get into too many more fights on this. Bam! Street. Nailed it. That's, Nailed the, it. that's, that's exactly the, what it is. That's the only advice that I th- would have been t- able to take. <laughs> that is perfect. Leslie Smith, guidance counselor. <laughs> yes. She's Leslie you. Smith, yeah. life coach. <laughs> life coach. Exactly. You know what? Oh, this man. could work for you. This may be exactly what you need. This was 100% what I need. It's a new year. <laughs> Fresh starts, new beginnings. You never should have given your number. He's going to be calling once a day like... So, uh, Leslie, how can I clean this shit up? How can I be better in 2018? You're going to get some of those texts now. I'm sorry. I will I'm look sorry. forward to them. How can, we, how can we keep up to date with you and everything? 
Well, I am on social media at Leslie Smith MMA on Instagram. I am on Facebook, Leslie the Peacemaker Smith. That's where that's where I'm going to share this podcast. Awesome. Or where it was live already. Mm-hmm. And um, let, uh, yeah, I think those are my, oh, and I'm on Twitter as well. And on Twitter, I'm Leslie Smith underscore GF, not girlfriend, not gluten free. That was for Gracie Fighter. <laughs> not gluten free. In not 2018, you have yeah. to specify you not gluten free. <laughs> we'll I just, just like to know. Just tag it on. Tag it on. <laughs> well, make sure everybody gets those follows in. And um, Leslie, we'll see you soon, hopefully. Get you back in Kansas City. All right. Do this all over again soon. Thank you so much awesome. for having Thank me. Thank you, you so guys much for so being much here. fun. This is awesome. Glad all right. you came. We'll see you soon. Resident Badass is out of here now. Badasses be gone. Now it's just us. Just us. Welcome back to the pod, my friend. It's great to be back. 2018, new year, new us. Gonna be a good year. Probably same old us. Most likely the same old us. Probably got nowhere else to go from here. Nowhere else to go but up. Just us. Us up and away. Up and away it is, Hartzell. Mike, what we got on the pod next week? God only knows. God only knows. I got an idea, though. It's going to be me and you, buddy. I know that's true. Because we back and ready to go. Right, you're right. It's QIP in 2018. Didn't even rhyme. Didn't have to rhyme. You don't think so? (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. It might have helped a little bit, yeah. Probably time to go, huh? I reckon so. Say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. <laughs>